all of a sudden here comes just a huge old flow and like a buffalo turd and it just and the trailer is at such an angle that the pipe the pipe coming out of the trailer is like a perfect 45 hit the ground splashed all over me my face all over my glasses all down the front of me and i i puked i am not ashamed to say i puked right there and then I heard that we we're doing songs that sound similar and I didn't understand because I was so busy being covered in shit that we were doing two songs that sound the same but weren't related to Power Wolf at all. So I've been like pulling my hair out. I'm just like, Power Wolf sounds like Power Wolf except that it sounds like European metal. But they're not all the same. Welcome to Bear Attack. Attackers, ladies, gentlemen, whatever you identify as, as long as it's a bear, it's fine by us. I am Panda Bear. I am Sam Oceans. I am joined by my always hilarious, although they think they're funnier than they are, co-hosts, Polar Bear Sam Montano. That's not and true. And the Blitz Bear, Nate Patton. Hey, I am terrified. Nate and I know of, exactly how funny we are. <laughs> I'm terrified of being of people thinking I'm as funny as I am. <laughs> I, I think I'm funnier than I am too. Like, but I have a very narrow lane that I'm funny at, and a lot of people don't like it. So, we're happy that you've run out of other things to listen to, and that you've made it your way back around to us. It's an honor to be well, your backup. Or, or, yeah, or if, or if you're one of those people that we put premiere our episode, and you get super excited, <coughs> Claudia, thank you. Yes, for thank us you, Claudia. Being your number one. Yeah. Yeah. If you're new to the show. And we hope you are because we need help, honestly. Like, if you if you listen to more of our episodes, you'll realize where our mental states are and you'll be like, how are these guys alive? <laughs> Therapy and medication. Or at least I... Yeah, well, it used to be through some, uh, nicotine and energy drinks and caffeine. That's true. Now I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's keeping me afloat now. Pornography and beer. Woohoo. Oh, uh, <laughs> just, just, just kidding. Uh, only um, a little bit. But yeah, no, seriously, like that. if if you're a listener, there's a good chance that you're kind of the most important person in, as far as people who hear this go. So let us know what you want to hear. How can we better serve you? We've been tossing around this idea for a while, and or I have been, and the guys thought it was a cool idea. So we're going to be reviewing songs that sound like other songs that haven't had a huge legal or have or haven't had a huge legal battle. Um, cause one of the songs we're doing has had a huge legal battle with a different song. So either he's really unoriginal or <laughs> oh, interesting that each, each one of us picked two songs that Good have segue. similarities Good segue. Yeah, or sound similar. Yeah. So I've been tossing around this idea and the two songs that I have picked are the reason I've been tossing around this idea because it baffles me how similar the guitar solos in these two songs are and how nobody is uh, and i had researched it on the internet some people have noticed but it hasn't gone legal or anything which blows my mind because you'll hear it it is almost identical if not identical it's very close which i think is a i think it's a bad thing when artists sue each other over this kind of stuff because yeah, it's very like metallica in the 90s it's you know you need that well first of all there's only so many different like ways you can write music and uh and the fact that we have so much different music out there is a real testament to how much you can really stretch those what is it 12 notes or something like that in western music you can you can 
remix it a whole lot of different ways. You know, it's funny that we're doing this episode because we always bash on the movie entertainment industry and how nobody can have a fucking original. Idea. It, 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 this is like the epitome of that. Like, uh-huh. especially in the two songs that I have, like people have said it. How lazy can you be? Like, you'll hear it. You'll hear it. I swear. If you don't hear it, I'm crazy. So but I, have it's a, there. I have a bone to pick with your. Can we have we said what the songs are? No. We have not. Can we sit? Can we do it now? Yeah, no, we can do it. Wait. Now. So it's. Wait, I asked wait. him when he had the idea for this. I was like, "Is it uh, that Paramore song?" And uh, and he was like, "No, it's not Paramore." And it's literally first thing I see when I pull up the playlist. It's "Decode" by Paramore and "Bulletproof" by Godsmack, which has come up on the show before. And I, last time we did it, I didn't hear it. So I'm excited to see wait. if I hear it this time. Uh, you know what? I say no more talking about it. Let's just do it. All right, so we're going to start with Decode by Paramore. Somebody want to give us a countdown? Three, two, one, play. Okay, so the part that we're going to be talking about between these two songs in particular is the guitar solo. But also, I I listened to it again today, and I'm like, even the, like, the Godsmack song is a lot shorter, but, like, it's the same chord it's not the same progression but the same chords are played in like similar notes and like <laughs> but the guitar solos in particular there's only are so like many chords blatantly. in the world right but like yeah the guitar solos in particular it's blatant I'm excited I hope I hear it this time I don't think I gave you the solos last time I think I screwed up Paramore does a good song, dramatic man. build they do it a lot better than Godsmack, I'll tell you that much. Paramore is way better than they have any right to be. Except for when they're not. We could review the new Paramore album, or do we not nope, want Nope, I refuse to listen to it again. All right, fair enough. Wow. So I felt like After Laughter was one good song stretched into an entire album. I feel like uh, the new Paramore album is one passable song stretched into an entire album it's like oh gosh i hope their next album isn't a bad song stretched into an entire album (laughs) i have a new album of the year contender which is veil of maya oh i should listen to that one yeah me too more power more pain is still what's winning for me uh i don't know veil of maya power more pain sucks Wow! <laughs> it's one breakdown stretched into an entire album. Man, strong, very similar opinions from Nate tonight about things. Sorry. I actually, I th- I almost think the new Amity album is better than More Power, More Pain, but I'm on the fence about the new Amity, Amity album. album. I I haven't decided you, if I can or not. I'm yet. sorry. I'm sorry to be be mean, but I just like. Okay, so this part right here, the guitar solo. This is what you're listening for. You'll hear it in the Godsmack song, and you'll be like, wait a minute. Because the first time I heard it, I'm like, wait, that sounds like... I think even the drum pattern is similar. It's not just the guitars. That means we're pretty closely synced up, because when you said right here, it was right when the solo started. Yeah, and then, like... 
after the solo ends in each song it goes into a slow section which i'm like i don't know if that's the natural progression of how that works or they, like yeah except the godsmack yeah. songs only it's under three minutes long so why even have a bridge verse chorus verse chorus bridge solo that's something that annoys me about music is why does everything have to go verse chorus verse chorus bridge chorus uh, it doesn't but it, it doesn't gets always if you don't yeah i, th I think it's point. way overdone though like for example your periphery august burns red didn't like they had like maybe three songs that went that way up until guardians yeah yeah i think it's your audience though like yeah paramore does it because they're more of a pop outfit these days yeah and that's it, the pop genre i tell you what it makes writing a song so much easier when you're like okay I don't have to rewrite this thing. Three. I don't have to write three different sections. I can just copy and paste a chorus. But yeah, and that's funny. That's, that's funny because I watch a lot of Nick Nocturnal's videos, and he's doing the like sound like this band in 30 seconds, and then he turns it into a full song with other people. And it, every time so he does good. the bass or the drums, he's like, copy pasta, copy pasta. Yep. <laughs> who's the Who's the the Musician who died recently, something Lightfoot. He did the. Oh, Gordon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gordon Lightfoot. His song, the Edmund Fitzgerald, has like a. His song doesn't do verse chorus, like it doesn't follow the the thing. Right. But it's such a long format song. Even this part, like of the of the bulletproof, like in decode, like not the slow beginning of decode, but the part right after that where the drums kick. That it sound. It's like a similar. Like, I don't know if there's a BPM or what, but it's, like, pacing-wise. They're probably in the same key and same BPM, but I'm not enough of a musician. Well, I let's ask the drummer. Polar Bear, what do you think? Uh, they're the same BPM. I have no idea about... It's not key. the same key. It's not the same key. This is, like, the whole basis of, like, live DJing is being able to, yeah. like, find the similarities in these songs and, like, mix them together. And my mind was blown when I was kind of, like way new to it when uh, one of my DJ friends was like just organize your songs by BPM and I was like it's so obvious why did I never think of that it's like uh, I did a promo at KJAC one time and I did the beginning of an A Day to Remember song and a bullet from my Valentine song and I combined it because they both say let's go mm. and it worked it was good but yeah, no, they're not in the same key because Sully's and Haley's voices are totally like he's way, way deeper than she is. Well, that doesn't matter. There's the keys repeat like indefinitely. Just that. Right. Yeah, how many keys are there? How many uh, octaves are there on a piano? On a typical piano, I want to say eight. But you know what? Let's let's look it up because I don't actually know. I've got at least eight five in my right. book. I've got at least four and a half in my vocal range, so. This part. Yeah, that Ooh, is exactly the same. Yeah. And then it, yeah, it goes back into it. It's even closer. You know Which what? Which song came out first? Oh, Decode came out way first. Yeah, like 10 go. years. And then it, yeah, the slow section, the whole. I think the only difference in that solo part is it's a double kick drum. I think that's literally like, and there's a little bit of a reverb. 
I tell you what, it's difficult though. Like, sometimes, like I try to hum to myself sometimes and just like create my own song. But there's a lot of times I catch myself, I'm like, oh wait, that is this song. I come up with the same, like, there's like one blitz melody and it's not very good. All right, and we'll take we'll take a pause after this song. Yeah, that was a uh, that was that solo was a hundred percent the same. And you know what? Now that we've listened to it, I think that um, even if they're not in the same key, I think that they use the same chord progression. So like, if yeah. uh, I think they're pretty much the same song with different lyrics. Yeah. similar they're both in minor keys well but that's like well yeah and the chord progression is exactly the same it's yeah. the same it's the same solo and it's, play, it's played in the same most, it's played the most same, rock the is in a same. minor key well i mean yeah but they're nowhere near each other because well, bulletproof is as f minor and Ooh, decode is guy. in b flat minor there you go well that's actually i think that uh b is uh makes up part of an f chord so they share similarities yeah it'd be fun to like multi-track it and layer those two solos on top of each other and see if they harmonize with each other because then you'd have like an iron maiden dual guitar like solo thing that'd be oh they definitely do I stand corrected. I totally heard it that time. Yeah, I mean, not the whole song, but just like the solo for sure is blatant. Yeah. And there could be similarities within the rest of the melodies and stuff, too. Like I was noticing it. I'm like, yeah, the melodies are kind of similar, too. It reminds me of um, yeah, that was Veil of Maya, like that solo and that I think that what's that song called Outrun? That's exactly like Iron Maiden. Oh, like the Trooper. trooper yeah. But do you think yeah. that was done intentionally? Because there's no way Vale of Maya hasn't heard the trooper. That's that's yeah. gotta be alluding back to the trooper. We're gonna have a playlist linked in the description of this episode. There'll be more songs than we're actually doing on the episode because we don't have all night to do it. But uh yeah, give that playlist a listen and then Nate, we're gonna move on to your two songs now. All right. And uh See if they're as blatantly obvious as those two. I'm excited. I anytime I can get someone to listen to is "Forever Enough" by Hawk Nelson, one of my all-time favorite songs. Um, I think it goes so hard. And then "We Wish You a Merry Christmas" by Reliant K, both uh, in the big four of Christian pop punk 
fans for sure. But it's weird because the Reliant K one is we wish you a Merry Christmas, but it has the same just super chunky fun riff. I guess it's not really a chunky riff, but it is a fun riff. Like I I think it rocks so hard. And that's uh those are my songs. In the th- th- three, two, one, play. I like that riff. Gosh, wow. I love Hawk Nelson. Dude. I forget. I'm getting like sometimes. a it's like, I'm getting like a Oh my gosh, they are the same song. Because you've heard the other one? Yes. You know what? It also sounds like a Rise Against song. It does. And that's probably why I like it so much. Because it just Oh, I hear that. Yeah. It's like Rise Against meets Offspring. It's, wow, that is uncanny. It has really good, like, um... They do a really good job of putting uh, pauses in it, just like small little like rests to make it hit hard. Also, that melody, the like vocal line is really unique. I'm trying to think, have we actually done a regular episode of the podcast where we left the entire songs in? I don't know if we've done that. Yeah, we did a radio. We've done it. Yeah, but not for the for the regular show. Yeah. Have we? I think I uh, like the one that Patreon. got struck. <laughs> ah. um, we've also put the we've also released the Baratech radios from Patreon Patreon as like either bonus episodes or like fill in episodes when we didn't know what to do. Ah, okay. Which is we could also always bring back up. I I want to eventually release all of our Patreon episodes. Yeah. I mean, we do have that, like, weird, Im- like, we always take that break between Christmas, like, the beginning of December into January, so yeah. we could release stuff then. Like, we always do a Christmas, and... It's a good idea. But hey, I like to do... I can't Christ- tell you how much I wanted to sing the opening line to We Wish You a Merry Christmas. <laughs> like, I did not remember that this song is not that song. <laughs> and I've heard both songs before. The, I love I think, Hawk Nelson. I think the Reliant K ones, it might not be in the same key. I think it's a slightly different pitch, or the guitar tone's different. That might be what it is. It's just a different guitar tone, not a very different one though. It's still distorted and everything. But man. I wish Jason Dunn would release more music. I know that he he talks about it all the time. It's like, where is it? <laughs> oh, oh, it's like ignore your wife. It's and like uh, it's like me with Conquer <laughs> Divide. They just released that new single and announced an album. I'm like, dude, you guys haven't put out an album since like 2015. About damn time. Really? It's been that long. I think so. Their debut was like way back then. And then you get bands like the fucking Acacia Strain that put out, oh, they're so dumb. They put out two albums, right? One is three songs long, and it's like 45 minutes, three oh, songs. Gosh. And then the, there's another one that's like eight songs, and it's like 23 minutes. <laughs> two separate albums. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, this is, this is so dumb. <laughs> and I'm like, I tried to listen to the first album, and it's just ambient, like heavy ambient. So I'm like, this is, wow. That is uncanny. Huh. I don't know. I don't know if I hear it. 
I mean, the riff is the same. Yeah, it's really just the riff. No, okay, it. I hear, I, I still hear Rise Against, though. I'm Rise Against Rise is... Against in forever. But uh, I'm right, though, right? It sounds like Rise Against. Oh, yeah, no, he totally does. Oh, yeah, I've got, I've got that in my ears right now. Rise Against is one of those weird, like, sleeper bands where you're just like, eh, Rise Against, and then you hear them, and you're like, damn, that slaps. Oh, man. I freaking love... They played uh, Savior at Emo Night. Yeah. And uh, it was pretty it was pretty crazy. That's not even my favorite. My favorite Rise Against song is one that doesn't get a lot of play, but it was about the uh, Katrina crisis. The snare hit in that is just like... Every time. <sighs> Good guy. Oh, that opening it. riff is incredibly... Like, it's a clone. They're straight up clone. Yeah. Like a... A beautiful set of identical twins. <laughs> Aren't they good? They're so good. I sometimes feel like guilty for like liking Hawk Nelson because they're kind of like the most generic of like the pop punk bands. And then I listen no, to them and so the guilt good. goes away. <laughs> they're so good. Nick Oceans thinks they're so good. He's speechless. That's true. He's like trying to find his words right now. Yeah, I'm, he, I think he's painting through the thesaurus. Th- 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 he's like got his, the his shoulders right turned so that he can reach for them better. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're good. I just never, honestly, never, never enough. Oh my god! Please stop. For me, um, for that's literally me. my. It's literally my least favorite song from that movie. Um, it's so good. I mean, it's not. Yeah, it's good, but every it's song like, in that movie is a banger. Which movie? The, the Greatest Showman. Showman. Oh, I have a personal vendetta against that movie, but no one oh, wants to tell. hear. No one wants to hear do about tell. that. It's sad. Who died? My relationship, my hopes and dreams. Oh my god! <laughs> so, how about them Yankees this year? Yeah, would, they, hey, they, they're in last place too. They also suck. Uh, Have you seen uh, that weather? Look at those clouds that keep coming through and leaving. Today is better spent talking about the best two sound-alike songs that I had to go deep into the archive of my stupid memory to find. But you did it. Which is funny, because this whole the first song is super famous from a movie, and it has been sued, like, from another... It, I forget. Oh, God, what was it? There was a huge lawsuit. You are stuck in this lawsuit state of mind, aren't you? How very no, American of you. It, no, it literally, <laughs> like, he got sued from... Oh, God. Who got sued? Ray Parker Jr. Oh. Google it. It's a thing. I, I forget what the other yeah, song I was, though. I don't care about that. I don't care about many people as actual people. I just care about the work they've done. I'm reading a headline. He was sued, and they settled out of court. I'm trying to remember Boring. who's... Oh, I'm it was, it's who it was uh, Huey Lewis yes, and the News right. and their hit song, I Want a New Drug. Yeah, and it is creepily similar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Soulfinger is from way before. It's from 1967. Oh, it's definitely, he was paying 
homage, homage. Yeah. But I vote we listen to them now. All right. Are you ready, kids? Aye, aye, aye Captain! In three, two, one, play. That's such a scary intro. I mean, that was a freaking creepy-ass movie the first time I saw it. Oh! <laughs> This makes God, me oh want to play my God. Rock my Band on my DS. Who? If it's something weird in the neighborhood, who you gonna call? Oh my gosh. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. I love nerds. Going after Wonka. That old Slugworth. Yikes. If they remake Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, they should cast Gavin Newsom as Slugworth. Running through your head. Aren't they making Willy Wonka's like backstory? No, they I they should not. cast him as a Gus of glue. They are because he loves fudge packing. Oh. oh my God! Have you guys heard uh, Peyton Parrish's cover of Peaches? It is hilarious. I think maybe I have. I mean, I'm glad that Peaches is like taking the world by storm. Jack Black, you can't go wrong. I know, he put out that new game about video games. And I was like, man, I really relate to this. Yeah, we watched it at work. Ooh, ooh. Listen to this guitar solo. It's not really the solo. And Nate's just sitting in there. God damn, 80s music. <laughs> so when I was a kid, I was part of a uh, uh, dance group. Oh, my. One of our dances was to this song, and of it course. was so much fun. Uh, it is so much fun. I'd play this shit at my wedding. I don't give a fuck. I, I love, love songs from, song, from soundtracks. You know what? If I ever get married, this I'm going to get all my friends up there, and we're going to dance to fucking Ghostbusters. Just because. Oceans, when you get married, I will wear a Ghostbuster costume to your wedding. I will too. Nate, if you so you desire. Yes. yes. I don't care if you desire. I can read it in your eyes that you desire. Oh, I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna be the state puff marshmallow man at my wedding, so. Yeah. And even if your bride to be says no, I will still wear a ghostbusters, ghostbusters pin on my lapel. So, I've only seen it once. With the suit underneath. I gotta be honest, I... Instagram, who asked you? Um, I totally don't get Ghostbusters. 
Oh, it's to get. It's not a great movie, but like. Okay, thank you. It is a. That's all I need. I just didn't think it was funny. Or it's not the worst thing I've ever seen, though. Oh. No. Yeah, I don't think oh. it was... I don't think they knew that they were trying to be funny. I think they were trying to be serious, but they cast Bill Murray, and they were like... And then you realize what they'd done. They'd write more gags in. <laughs> could Oh, could my be. God. All right, let's see if Polar Bear's nuts or not. Cool. It's a different time signature, but I hear it. I do. It's by a funk band, so. Are we sure that they haven't sued? Because this is. Oh, I'm sure. It's, I think he got he got not, sued multiple times. It's not that similar. The, yeah, the bar keys aren't a big enough group to care either. Like, it's definitely... Oh my god, <laughs> even the... <laughs> the vo- what the fuck? The, the vocals are really close. <laughs> yeah, if you don't know if they're saying Soul Finger, it's real close to Ghostbusters. Wow, that... I think... And oh, you know, wow. the, the keyboard si- situation here. Like, it's not a carbon copy, but it's like... Oh yeah. It's like if that's where it came if from. one's like a Chick-fil-A sandwich and the other's like a hot and spicy McChicken. What? Yes. They're both chicken even sandwiches, the base- but they're not really the even same. Even the baseline. Yeah, even the baseline is similar. Ghostbusters. Yeah, uh-huh. The trumpet thing is my favorite. I feel like this is a Scooby-Doo and the gang version of Ghostbusters. They could totally use this. What in the world does Soul Finger even mean? I don't know if you want to know. Yeah, I don't think... I not to ask. All I... You put your thumb up a ginger's ass. Oh, gosh. Thank you so much. I was just going to say glory holes, but... (laughs) (laughs) Um... Yeah, Soul Finger. Soul Finger. Yeah, tell me. No, oh, no, it, Parker Jr. Yeah. wasn't listening to that. I ain't mad about it. It's different like, enough. Like he was listening to that, and then he got the call for Ghost, Ghostbusters. He, he's like, I have an. He idea. did his due diligence. Like the Ghostbusters is way better. Like <laughs> he fancied that thing up. If he didn't, if he told me that he hadn't heard this song, I would call him a liar. Yeah, the thing about that with the whole lawsuit with the Huey Lewis, those songs came out at a, within proximity of each other too. That wasn't like Huey Lewis or Dewey Lewis. I th- isn't that the Jack Black parody version? I don't know. Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Yeah. Well, there's more songs in the playlist. I haven't heard them all. I just threw them in and. Uh... The internet said they sound the same. We'll have to listen to it. You'll have to listen to it. Let us know what you think. Do we want to uh, give bear claws to each of the songs just based on like... Oh, do let's. Similarity levels? Ooh. Oh, on sim- oh, so like if that. it's like 10, they're the exact same song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I think Decode and Bulletproof, that is... 
nine out of ten for me. Hmm. I mean, it's the whole reason I wanted to do this. So yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. The solos are identical. The rest of the songs are slightly different. Um, so I'm gonna give it a nine as well. Yeah, it does really line up pretty well. I think. Hmm. I think I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten. Hmm. I think I think up until the solo, I wouldn't have noticed, even though they do fit together. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. So that averages out to like eight and a half out of ten, which honestly, like, how is nobody else like said? <laughs> eight and yeah. two thirds. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, let's move on to is forever enough, and we wish you a Merry Christmas. Uh, you take my breath away. I'm gonna give it a seven. Um, it didn't hit me as immediately. Like I was just like, holy crap, it's Rise Against. Um, <laughs> I mean, they uh, are similar because they both gave me the same vibe, but I'm not as like, oh my god, it's a carbon copy. The riff is like uh, my knee jerk reaction is seven out of ten for that opening riff. Oh, I think I think the riff itself is like nine point seven five out of ten the same. But then the rest of the songs are pretty different. It's just that like main riff is exactly the same. Well, seven out of ten straight up on that one. Uh so decode and bulletproof are definitely uh, hmm. Yeah. I think they're I more blatant. They're more blatant. Yeah, they're as close to being cloned as you can be while still being two different songs. I think just really the riff is the. Yeah, it's only it's really the only like. Yeah. It's close enough to make me feel like, yeah, I could see it, but it's not like a mirror image. Um, well, what do we think about uh, Ghostbusters and Soulfinger? Eerily similar. Soulfinger is the uh, roughed up. If if it was woodworking, Soulfinger is the log, and Ghostbusters is the table, beautiful furniture table made from that log. In decode and bulletproof, the solo is exactly the same. In forever and Merry Christmas, it's like the riff is exactly the same. Nothing's like exactly the same except for maybe like the Ghostbusters and Goldfinger like shouts. But you could totally intertwine these two and it would totally fit. But that's like, th- it's yeah, bizarre. It's like it's overall I feel like it's closer than the other two songs. Like it's got the same vibe, the same like energy, even if it's not the exact same melody and stuff. So I guess I'm gonna say nine out of ten. Yeah, I'm gonna just because it's slightly different. I'm gonna give it an eight. Because yeah, the gold finger, the soul finger one is definitely rougher, but like you can tell that it's, it's definitely like close. Nine out of ten. All right, so we're on the same boat there as we are with decode and they're, bulletproof. They're one electronic keyboard away from being the same song. <laughs> Now, out of this, these six songs, which is your favorite? 
Ooh. Like favorite out of the six songs. Which is your least favorite? Um. Well, if I it's get... based on which song we've listened to the most, "We Wish You a Merry Christmas" by Reliant K is gonna be my favorite in this list. Uh, that, that's funny because that's my least favorite. Oh, really? Just because I'm just like. You don't like the we'll drive as fast as we can go through the black ice and the snow? Well, I don't hate it, but I'm just like, Merry Christmas. I don't know. I'm not a Christmas per- song. You know, we've done Christmas. You know how That's I feel right. about these things. Polar Bear you know and I have I so much Christmas things. spirit that we can't hear anything that contradicts that. Like, it's just I, I'm, not because we don't more, want to. It's just I physically impossible. Is... Our ears don't register it. Holiday music I always live for that new Ice Nine Kills Halloween album. That's like my strep of mm. ha- holiday music. Mm. Yeah, Oceans, whatever you talk about not liking Christmas, all I hear is how much Nate and I love Christmas. <laughs> it makes our love of Christmas grow stronger. And this is why we work. You guys make up for my incompetence. I will say... Um, I honestly think my least favorite song in this group is um, Bulletproof. I'm not going to argue that. It's. I think it's lazy. It does the least for me. Like it's. It's kind of the most forgettable. It you, feels like the most just like generic. Hey, you wanted a heavy rock song? Here it is. Here's not, your octane hit. Yeah. 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 Exactly. There's nothing that I dislike about it. It's just it. Like even Soulfinger is like probably the furthest from my thing, but it like it kind of. It makes my ears. It's got a vibe at least. Yeah. 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 Soul finger scratches an itch that you were never sure you actually had until you listened to that song. (laughs) (laughs) I'd have to say I love funk music. Based on the amount I've had to listen to it, like decode is probably my favorite. It's a good choice. Mine is a a solid choice. Is forever enough. What are we loving, boys? I'm loving Not this that. four chord song song. <laughs> I love that song. It's so good. It's like, have you ever wanted to listen um, to like all of the best, like, well, most popular songs and and you don't have to listen to the whole three minutes. You just get it like. Anyway. I'll tell you what I'm loving. I'm loving all the new movies that I'm coming out that I get to review on this show about how shitty and unoriginally like they're remaking Haunted Mansion, which I don't think they can make worse. That Eddie movie, that Eddie Murphy movie is a piece of garbage. Um, uh, Although it does have Owen Wilson, so it could be worse. Hmm. Wow. Wow. Fast 10 is coming out and. Again, more regurgitated garbage, but it's gonna be good because it's Fast and Furious, and I love that shit so much. Oh, dude! You know what? My my, I am loving. Oh man, what? There's things I'm loving. I'm loving that my friends have let me drive their side by sides recently, and I tell you what, I have had a great time. Nice, that's cool. My one buddy has a YXZ, and the only way to describe it is feral. <laughs> it is just a feral ride in those things. There is nothing like calm about driving it. Yeah. You were just <laughs> on the floor rolling through gears. It's awesome. Oh, I also draw, drove my cool. buddy's Talon. And I tell you what, I think I'm going to get me a Talon one day. Is that the Honda? 
the Honda. Hmm. Honda. It's got all the all the good things about the YXZ, like with the gears and stuff. Except it has six gears, which is dope, and it has a low range for crawling. The YXZs don't. Huh. The Razor's just not the end all be all for you. Oh no, I'm keeping my Razor till I die. You're gonna bury me in that car. I like that. That's so good. That's cool. Uh, but you know, I need a shop car that's like less reliable, so I can make content about it. So probably a YXZ. Um, I got to hang out with a band I grew up listening to, and got to help them load out. They played at my church, Seventh Day Slumber. Um, and they had a video wall and like pyro in my church, which was pretty. I saw crazy. that. Wow. I was like, holy shit, that's <laughs> legit pyro. It was so sad how small of it, like no one came out. It was like maybe a hundred people max, like probably not even that. But it was such a fun oh, show. Man. They're such how cool they, dudes. Have they gone down pyro to in your like, church? How I do can't you, even imagine that. How do you book a band like that at your church up in them? Like, they, that's crazy. They kind of just do that shit now. Yeah, I mean, they always play small shows and stuff and do, like, little cities and whatnot and just try to get out and meet people. They're, like, super, mm. uh, they like super intimate stuff like that, but they really cut our church like a deal. And then I think they went and played Phoenix, like, the next night, so hope I think that they got a good crowd there, hopefully. But, uh, I mean, they've been doing this for, like, 20 years. They know what they're doing. Um but yeah, they're one of those surprisingly good live bands. Like when we saw POD and we were like, what? A hundred percent. Yeah. Very, a lot like POD, not going to lie, but, um, their, uh, their bassist let us play his custom Dingwall, which is like a $10,000 bass. And, oh, damn. Uh, I know. Oh, gosh. Oh my gosh, dude. It was so slick, like easier to fret than my guitar. Um, and just sounds good no matter what you do with it. But, um, yeah, and then uh, Magdalene Rose, she's like this metalcore chick. She's touring with them, and uh, her set was insane. She pl- she has the song that's not released yet. Um, it's probably going to be called Guerrilla Warfare, but they haven't officially named it. But they played that, and everyone just went ballistic. It's like one of the heaviest songs I've ever seen live. Um, and we've seen ABR like 35 times, so yeah. that's saying a lot. What's It's kind of <laughs> like after the burial heavy. Oh, like kind of, kind of in that vein, and uh, with a with a oh, fr- female fronted band, sign me up. It's like Spirit Box on steroids. Yeah, and all so all my friends from church. I'm like the metal guy at church, but they were like all these kids like came out and were into it. That was super fun. I met like two dudes with Demon Hunter tattoos at, <laughs> at the show, which was fun. <laughs> You're you here, said, you my people. Yes, <laughs> but anyway, we appreciate you listening. Check out the playlist. I uh, hope you like this and it doesn't get taken down for copyright reasons. Hopefully, cross our fingers. Nobody's a dickhead. Um, yeah, freaking. But yeah, TikTok stay band. tuned for uh, stay tuned for our next episode. We are going to re- get real nerdy. We're reviewing a movie that came out earlier this year. Take your guesses. Um, and then we're gonna have a guest on the episode after that, hopefully. And we're gonna be reviewing an album we were supposed to review for this episode, but some you know shit happens. So. Stay tuned for that, and then it's going to get a little weird. We'll have another regular episode, and then these two dingbats are going to have one of themselves without the organization. Good Lord. I can't even... Woo, thank God I don't have to edit that. The only organized thing is going to be the date and that we sort of have a topic. Yeah, the only only organized thing is going to be if the episode gets recorded. (laughs) 
because it means we sat down and did it. Oh my god. <laughs> Here I am. I'm going to record a backup by myself. It'll be a solo episode. I'm taking over. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you liked what you heard, leave us a five-star review and tell us what you liked about it. If you didn't like what you heard, leave us a five-star review and tell us what you hated about it. Yes. And uh, hit us up on social media. You'll probably be talking to Nate. And uh, you can email us anything you want at uh, our email address that's listed on our Instagram, I believe. And thanks for listening. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.